What's going on, Warriors? Jay here, your host. Welcome to another episode of The Kill Zone. Okay, so driving into work again today, I thought, why not bang out another podcast for you guys? Because I've got some thoughts swirling around in my head that I know are important conversations uh, that need to be had and that you need to hear. And it's a co- the conversations that you need to have in your own mind, in your own heart, and in your own lives, in your own relationships, okay? Um, and it comes from the messages that I get from you guys. So I, like, I, you know, I, I do want to thank you, uh, all of you who take the time to come into come on Instagram, Facebook, whatever it may be, and you drop a message um, and you and you provide some questions for me to answer. And I love the questions because it gets not only, you know, it's not only nice to be able to help you out and to give you something um, that you can use in your life, but it's also great because it generates thought for me, food for thought for me, and really gets me thinking uh, about myself because, you know, I'm not perfect. I never have the mentality that I've made it and I've got it all figured out. Every day is an opportunity to learn. It's a new day, new opportunity, and that is a mindset um, that I'm really holding on to at the moment and really trying to live because it's easy to get caught up in the mundane, in the monotonous, in the BAU, the business as usual, and and not to see that every day is a new opportunity to fucking get her after it. It's a new opportunity to level up. It's a new opportunity to learn something new. It's a new opportunity to build a new relationship, to meet someone new, to impact a life, to change your own damn life, to set a new goal. It's a new day, it's a new opportunity, okay? And so I want you to have that mindset too. With that being said, I have a couple of topics I want to talk on today. Um, and this episode is dedicated to one of the brothers. He is flying from the UK over to the US. A little bit, little bit of a long haul flight there. Um, and he said he was saving the podcast up to make sure he has uh, something worthwhile to do while he's on the plane. And so I said, hey, I'll do you a longer podcast. So brother, this one is for you. I'm a man of my word. I said I would do it. So here it is here. Um, yeah, before we get into the, the, the two key topics I want to talk on today, I want to tell you guys that I'm fucking excited, okay? I'm fucking excited. Uh, for those of you who have religiously been following Warfighter Athletic and or myself and all the podcast, you will know that we are getting danger close to me getting out of the army. The paperwork's done, I've handed back most of my warfighting kit. Uh, it was a sad time just stripping down my gun, I tell you what, taking off all the sights, lights and lasers, it was, uh, yeah, it was, felt like a little part of me was dying. You know, it's like you're losing your, your right arm. Um, but anyway, it's just a gun, it's just a tool, let's be honest, it's just a tool that gets the job done. In saying that, uh, I, I have had a lot of things I've wanted to do with Warfighter for a long time, but due to the way that OPSEC and PERSEC is structured down here, I just can't do it, you know, and um, as a little side note, I've had, you know, some operators usually past, not current operators, uh, get, try to give me a hard time saying, oh, you know, the team at Warfighter are not operators uh, because we can't put our face out there and they know operators who run businesses and put their face out there. That's cool for them, but down here in New Zealand, that's not the way the cookie crumbles, and we cannot uh, put out our faces as such. And even me running this podcast, uh, if I was not getting out, then I would not be doing it either. Uh, but it just as it so happens, I'm getting out, and so I am relaxing myself a little bit and 
myself out there a little bit more because I am about to thrust myself out in front of you guys 10x on YouTube and 10x on these podcasts. Uh, it's exciting. And so uh, one thing I've been really looking at the last little bit is I've been looking at what are the type of high performance individuals that I want to get on a vlog. So running on our YouTube, what are the type of people we want to get having interviews with? So bringing them on the podcast and and giving them to, to impart their knowledge and their wisdom upon you so you can add more tools to your toolbox as you jump on the fucking warpath and wage war against life. Okay, and so reaching out, currently uh, looking at nutrition, looking at sports or high performance psychologists, um, looking at some really talented people and already had a conversation with a guy yesterday, uh, well-known sports psychologist in this side of the world. Guy's done some uh, amazing work with some amazing athletes, so we're gonna be having him come on the show next year, but as well as high performance athletes and high performance individuals, I also want to look into the combative arena. Um, and so I'm really excited to, to look to some of the talent down here and, and looking to get them on the show and, and, and getting them to, again, impart some tools, some wisdom and some knowledge upon you guys so that you can actually use it. You know, not just an interview where they talk about themselves, but an interview where I go through and I extract what has made them successful? What has enabled them to thrive in the chaos? Okay, and that's just the beginning. Uh, a, a lot of exciting opportunities are coming out in 2020. A lot of epic content. Um, everything from preparing for the military, preparing for um, the warrior professions, and, and the warrior professions is a term I use for anyone who's Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine, uh, firefighter, police officer, um, you know, SWAT operator, law enforcement, all those people grouped together who go out in harm's way on behalf of the community, on behalf of their nation. Those are the people um, who we're going to be creating a lot of content for. Um, and around that, we're also going to be looking at putting out some shooting content. Okay, after you know, being in the soft community, um, shooting is something that is. Is, is, is shooting culture is something that we really try to develop and it's something that I really enjoy when it's done right um, I, I find that there was a tendency in the regular force where you just you go to the range to shoot to tick a box to get a qualification uh, in a soft environment uh, actually it was not the way that we were conducting ourselves in the squadron that I was in uh, on the range was not um, through a system created by the unit it was actually um, through the endeavors of, a, of an operator um, himself and that's uh, operator we'll call him operator N um, he did some work on uh, in his own time in his spare time and we actually used a lot of the T-Rex arms tools and we did some good shooting development and noticeably when we had guys from other squadrons come and shoot with us we noticed that we were a little bit sharper and guess what we actually shot less rounds than they did we just shot smarter and so I want to share some of that stuff with you as I transition into um, into civvy street or into the civilian sector or into running warfighter full-time um, and, uh, and so for me to, to feed my warrior spirit to fuel my warrior spirit I'm going to be looking at entering into uh, IPSC or IPSC shooting competitions, which is pra practical shooting competitions uh, using a pistol, for those of you who are not clued up on that shit. So, uh, long-term goal, big-term goal is to uh, 
head over to the US and, and, and do some collaborations with uh, Lucas over at T-Rex Arms himself. So if any of you guys follow Lucas from T-Rex Arms, make sure you give him a, a little tag and let him know Warfight Athletic is coming for him. It's coming for a little collaboration and we need to do something that is a mix of something disgustingly physically testing as well as shooting. So shooting whilst fatigued because turning up to a range and shooting whilst you're fresh and healthy even if you are wearing full kit there's a difference to getting 10k's done or uh, putting out massively and still trying to shoot move communicate uh, effectively when you are absolutely hanging out uh, so that is some big term goals for 2020 really step up the content really step up the value we provide you guys um, and just really start preaching this fucking warrior culture so that you guys can take it into your life, or if you serve, you can take it into your units, uh, take it into your teams, your platoons, your squadrons, whatever you call it in your branch or service, um, and start polluting this shit. Start getting it out there, because hey, fucking little side note, one of the catalysts for me starting Warfight Athletic was turning up to my uh, junior NCOs course uh, week one and I had had not a lot of time to train had been over in the UK for six weeks okay with UKSF we know how those boys get down a lot of alcohol was drunk with those geezers uh, and then punched on over stateside on the east coast um, doing a, a bit of stuff over there with the US boys uh, not a lot of sleep was had and that was just due to the high tempo of the course that I was on um, and so I didn't have a lot of time to train, but what time I did have, if I knocked off early, aka I knocked off at like fucking eight o'clock at night, I'd go for a run um, in, the, in, in the area, in the AO, okay? So then turned up to junior my junior NCOs course or my junior leadership course, and hey presto, fucking 40% of the course who are soon to be leaders or probably already likely in a leadership position cannot pass the required fitness level that is required of you as a soldier. Yet to me, even though I sound kind of jovial talking about it now, that really fucked me off. I'm not going to lie, that really fucked me off. Why? Because a civilian who wants to enter into the fucking defence force can pass that test. So those wearing the uniform and the flag on their shoulder should be able to pass that test pretty fucking easily. Okay, and that's why we need to reignite the warrior culture within our workplaces, within our communities, within our teams. Because why? We fucking we band together, we're stronger together, and we push each other to fucking thrive. All right, it's not about survival; it's about thriving. No surviving, all thriving. That's what we're about here, team. Okay, cool. So that is a little bit of a long-winded introduction about why the hell I'm excited. But hey. Lots of good shit ahead. So, the first thing I want to talk about, and this is, it's going to have a sip of my coffee. Oh, that is a bloody good brew, team. That is a bloody good brew, if I do say so myself, and I made it myself. Thank you. Mmm. Mmm, mmm, mmm. I fucking love coffee. I tell you what, uh, this is not a paid advertisement, but, uh, if you're looking for a good coffee hit, Black Rifle Coffee Company, okay, they've sent me over some coffee once before after reaching out, 
uh, they send me over some coffee and mate I'm telling you grind it up get it in your French press plunge away and you get yourself a fucking good coffee but anyway carrying on so had a guy DM me yesterday and it's a really good topic this one because with selection course I've been in that fucking demon myself man um, and I know many, many others have been in, the, in, in, in fighting this demon themselves. And I remember David Goggin talked, David Goggins, he talks on it as well. And it's a really interesting point because some people sit on opposite, people sit on opposite sides of a fence in regards to what I'm about to talk about. Okay. And so a guy came into the DMs yesterday and he's torn. Internally, he's fucking torn in two. And man, I feel it because I've been there too. So he's got all these goals, these dreams, these aspirations, and all these things that he wants to do. Okay? When he thinks about it, that's the shit that gets him fired up. That's the shit that fires him out of bed. He's not dragging his ass out of bed. He's fucking out of bed. He's into it. He's getting after it. This is this is the effect of the, this thing for him. These goals, these dreams, these aspirations, they create this feeling, this emotion inside him. But then on the other hand, if he is to pursue these goals, these dreams, these aspirations, something else has to give, okay? And this is always the way. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Contrary to popular belief, you cannot have your cake and eat it too. So, something's got to give. And for him, he posed the question of, man, he's got all these goals and dreams and aspirations and things he wants to go and do, but if he does, some things are going to take his hit. And the one thing on his mind that's going to take his hit is family. And man, I can tell you, as someone who's served, your family does take a hit. Your family makes a lot of sacrifices, okay? And and a lot of soldiers and operators, you know, and, and marines and sailors, Whatever, whatever, even law enforcement, you work in the night shift, you work in that graveyard shift, if you're in a higher readiness unit, say SWAT or special tactics group or some kind of CT team, um, you're on call. So, you know, you, you could be at your kid's birthday party, your pager goes off, it's time to gear the fuck up and get out the door. And so, again, your family's taking a hit, you're missing milestones, you're missing important events. And, it's, and, and for some people, and for, for a lot of people, it's not easy, and, and, and it shouldn't be easy. If, if, you're, if you're not a selfish person, uh, if you care about your family and you love your family, of course there's a little part of you that's going to question the sacrifices that you are making as a person, but also the sacrifices your children and your partner have to make, um, as, as, as a, and, and the sacrifices that you all have to make as a family. But I'm, I weigh heavily in on one side of the fence and you can guess what that side of the fence is. My side of the fence is you must pursue your dreams and you have to make those sacrifices, okay? It's a fucking no-brainer for me. And let me, let, me fra- let, me, let, me, let me paint it in a light where you can understand my thinking, okay? I want you to imagine this. You have these goals, these dreams, these aspirations, these things you've always wanted to do. It's, it's that shit you've dreamed of as a kid. And it's that thing that when you're doing it, when you're in it, man, you just feel on fire. You feel alive. You feel good. You feel happy. And 
everything just seems right in the world. When you're not doing this thing, you feel a little bit lost, maybe a little bit grey, a little bit blue. You're happy, but there's just something missing. There's just something missing. Okay? Let me paint the picture for you. What do you think happens if you give up on these goals and dreams and aspirations of yours to stay at home with family, to be around your family 24-7 so you can be a good father and a good partner? I'm telling you now, if you give up on all your goals, your dreams, your aspirations, when you are with your family, and it may, maybe for the first year it won't happen, maybe for the second year it won't happen, but I'm telling you, years three, four, and five, it is going to come back. That flame isn't just going to disappear, right? It's going to fucking sit there burning away. And it's going to come back, and it's going to start to fucking eat you alive. And you're going to start to resent your family. And because you actually hate your job, you hate what you do, you're not making any impact in the world, you have no purpose, you have no mission, you have no focus, you're going to start to resent your family. You're going to start to have ill feelings towards your partner. And then shit's going to start to unravel. And then, once you get to the end of life, and you're sitting there, and your body's breaking down, and you start returning to your baby-like status where you're shitting in your pants once again. Just, just said that for effect. But once you know, once you get to the other end of life, you're going to start fucking regretting it. What if, what if you had just made those sacrifices, you know? Would you have lived a life more fulfilled? Would you have been happier instead of being this miserable fuck for 10 to 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years? Fucking too right you would have. If you had just sat down with your other half, with your partner, with your family, explained to them you need to make a difference and an impact in the world and you need to pursue your, your goals and dreams so when you are home, they get the best version of you, okay? And not only that, if you just decide to shelve these goals and dreams and these aspirations, what are you teaching your kid? You're teaching your kids to give up on their goals and dreams. When a sacrifice needs to be made, it's time to give up. That's what you're fucking teaching your kids, man. And so you've got to realize the kids are always watching. They're like little sponges. They're soaking up everything we say and do. Here's a funny story. I was driving through a car park. My daughter must have been maybe about three years old, give or take. And I was driving through a car park. She's never sworn in her life. Clearly heard me swear from time to time. Uh, so we're driving through a car park and she has never sworn in her entire life. I punt the brakes as this car pulls out in front of me. I pause, moment of silence. Then from the back seat of my car, my little darling princess, fuck. The, the thing that really got me going here was the timing. She didn't just drop an F-bomb out of nowhere and it was out of sequence. She dropped an F-bomb at the exact right time, at the exact right moment, and it was just so appropriate. It was the perfect time to drop an F-bomb. Um, and so she had the context down pack as well. And that's what I mean. Our children, they're sponges. So if they see you getting after it, making sacrifices, but then with sacrifice, they see the rewards. They understand that if you want anything worth having in life, sacrifices must be made. And that 
if you have an amazing partner, you support each other in your goals and your dreams and your aspirations as they see you supporting her and her supporting you. And they take that into their life, into their relationships. And they are using your example as the standard that they're going to hold the men and women that they bring into their life. And so if they see you and your partner being this power couple and you know, you've both got these big goals and dreams and aspirations and you take turns and, and you support each other and you're getting after it or someone's, you know, someone's one of you is getting after it in a big way and then the other one makes sure they hold down the fortress and they and they run the household and and and, and, and they see that with hard work with sacrifice, with communication, with understanding, you can live a full life, okay? So, when you're at that fork in the road, and you've got these, these goals and these dreams and these aspirations, and you're, and you're sitting there weighing up whether you should go for it or whether you should shelve it, because you, you're gonna miss time with your kids, you're gonna miss time with your family. I just want you to, to just ask yourself, what happens when you shelve your goals, your dreams, and your aspirations? This family time that you once cherished will potentially become a burden to you. And the best version of you will not be present when you're there. That's the beautiful thing about the army and the military in my career. And there's one thing I've really loved about it is as much as we do go away and as much as we do spend time away from our family, it creates perspective. I actually get the opportunity to miss people, to yearn for people's company, to understand how much I love somebody. Because when you can't see them, when you're away for a period of time and you're busy and you're working, when you come hot, when you're away for that period of time and you miss them, that's a good thing. You are getting the opportunity to miss somebody instead of living in their pocket, being in, in, in each other's face every single day and losing that perspective and losing that understanding of how much that person actually means to you. Okay, and so David Goggins speaks about this one as well. Um, he, he talks about it, he, you know, he, he, because it's in, it's a very, it's a very, very relevant topic when we bring it in line with a selection course, whether it's buds uh, in, in the context that David Goggins is talking about, or whether it's in selection in a selection course in the context that I'm talking about. There are many men who pull off due to thinking about family, okay? They think about family, they think about time away, they think about their kids, and they pull the pin. And then they have to go home and experience failure on an epic level, which is not entirely bad, because we live and we learn, and failure is a powerful, powerful teacher. And so that brings me to my next topic. I'm just going to have a sip of my coffee before we continue. Oh, that's good. Mm. Oh, sorry, team. I'm just uh, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying this coffee. Oh, my God. Right. So, moving on to topic number two. So, 
this one ties in with what we're just talking about okay we're, we're talking about when you're when you've got that indecision when you're at that fork in the road and you don't know whether to go all in or to play it safe okay cool go all in just fucking go all in because you're going to regret it and you're going to start resenting the people that you make they're a sacrifice of not going all in for it's just i fucking promise you it's going to happen so go all in make the sacrifices just communicate it effectively with your partner with your inner circle with your friends with your family if you don't have a partner you have fucking zero excuse not to chase your goals and dreams and aspirations okay so the next one is what if you go all in and you fail good you're going to fucking learn 10x from failure than you do from success okay just look at conor mcgregor nate diaz one you know he talks about it himself conor mcgregor nate diaz one he's arrogant okay it's gone to his head yeah it's gone to his head once again but fucking who cares i'm still a fan of conor mcgregor uh when he stepped into that octagon, I'm excited, okay? For a while there, I thought I was no longer a Conor McGregor fan, and as soon as the fight's been announced, oh my God, oh my God, I'm excited, okay? Because it's the Conor McGregor show, nobody beats it. There's some amazing fights that have come out in the last little bit. Um, you know, Israel Adesanya is a good protege for, the, for being the face of the UFC, but there is no greater hype than the McDaddy hype, okay? The Big Daddy hype has, has thrust UFC and MMA into the mainstream, man. When he comes to town, you just can't help but watch. You love him or hate him, you can't help but watch. Um, but anyway, it's good to hear him slowly returning to and talking to, talking like his former self. Anyway, getting sidetracked. So, you know, Conor McGregor, he's trading when he wants, he's not sticking to the routine, he thinks he's just going to walk in, put people away, so he's not really training as he should. He goes in there, he faces a massive defeat, a massive upset, a massive loss. What does he do? He learns that he needs structure, he needs routine, he needs to listen to his masters. Yes, who is masters? When it comes time for fighting, John Kavanagh, his doctor, okay, who he has brought in to create the McGregor, uh, the bloody McGregor Fast, whatever the hell it's bloody called, program, okay? They are the guys who know what the fuck they're talking about. And so he brings in structure, he brings in routine, he dials in his nutrition, he dials in his sleep. He optimized his entire life. Why? Because that pain of failure was a fucking driving force and catalyst for him to make some drastic changes for the rematch. And I have a past failure that still drives me today, okay? So if you go all in and you have a chance of failing, it means you've got a fucking good goal in front of you, you've got a damn good goal in front of you, and you've got a set of bloody balls, you've got a backbone, because you're willing to risk it for the biscuit, and some people still won't pull the trigger because of fear, but I, I'm fucking promise you now, failure is driving me more now than any success that I've ever had, okay, when I was young, a young 19 year old boy, slash young 19 year old man, uh, my company was deploying to Afghanistan and I was on the reserve list but I was not on the main rotation uh, and it was just the way the cookie crumbled uh, and I was really pissed off about that. It's actually fucking extremely salty. Salty as fuck. Um, yes, more traffic, good to go. Okay, so I wasn't on the trip and so I kind of did it out of spite but I decided to go um, and, and, and go forth and do um, 
soft selection. Okay, so got on the soft selection course, sorry, just before leaving for soft selection, uh, my company commander comes up to me and he says, hey Fitzy, just letting you know mate, uh, regardless of what happens, when you come back, you're going to Afghanistan, you're on the, you're on the rotation now um, as part of the main contingent. And so me being young, 19 years old, the entire reason I joined the army is to go to Afghanistan. I was pretty fucking stoked um, and I was pretty excited about that. But anyway, I, I shelved it, I thought I shelved it um, until I went off and went on soft selection, okay? Um, and, and to be fair, and this is not blowing smoke up my own asshole, um, I thought I was doing well on the course. There were guys who were in absolute disarray, um, and I wasn't in disarray. Um, and this is why I preach mindset, because mindset is everything. Um, I've seen guys in, in fucking terrible shape, and I've seen guys in great shape, and the guys in great shape pull off, and the guys in terrible shape don't, okay? And that was no different to my first go-round with Special Operations Selection, 19 years old. Afghanistan in the back of my mind um, was, was, I thought I was doing reasonably well um, on the course. Like I said, there were guys who were just literally like struggling to hold it together. I was even questioning like what the fuck was wrong with these dudes. Some of them were that bad um, and, and that out of control with showing how much pain and, and everything they were in. Um, but anyway, I convinced myself at a during the course that I didn't, I could pass the selection course, cool, there's no dramas, I can pass the selection course, but right now it's not relevant, I'll just go to Afghanistan, I'll come back and, and, and I'll do it again. And I convinced myself that that was a very logical thought process, but realistically, I was in the locker, I was in the hurt locker, I was in pain, and realistically, I was finding the easy way out and so I pulled off the course was pretty happy I was off to Afghanistan and whatnot uh, and then once I got some time to myself because um, I was on the course with a mate and we both started talking so this is why uh, also a little top tip for you guys going for selection go on your own buzz go on your own accord don't go with a mate because fucking once one of you um, starts to become weak you are the weak link in a chain if you're all connected, and that weak link will start to try bring the rest of you down, i.e. talking about fucking pulling off because of X, Y, Z. And that's what happened with us. Uh, we both pulled off, we both went off to Afghanistan, um, and I dare say if I was there on my own, I wouldn't have. But hindsight's a beautiful thing. I fucking pulled off, I quit and failed that course at that period of time, okay? Once I had some time to myself, man, that fucking hurt. Once I actually realized that I had just quit and that the voice in my head was bullshit and was full of shit and I was full of shit, man, it hurt. And I, I have no dramas in telling you now, I fucking cried like a baby. Uh, once I got back to my, my main camp, my main base, um, man, I remember I went and had an interview with, uh, with, an, um, with the company XO or the executive officer. And I went and sat down. He said, "Hey, Fitzy, how'd it go, mate? Sorry to, you know, sorry to hear about, you know, not passing, but it's okay. You're off to Afghanistan." And he said, "How you doing?" Uh, and I burst into tears. Fucking 19 years old. I have, I've, I've faced much, you know. For those of you who listen to the podcast, you know, I've faced a lot of adversity up until this point. But man, this was the first time I had a real good taste and a good, real good lick of failure. And fucking hell, it absolutely crushed my soul. 
but that's how I knew it meant so much to me okay and even now believe it or not as someone who's come from an, <laughs> an, a low to average upbringing from someone who struggled with uh, schoolwork and anything academic growing up for someone who you know my own mother used to call me a fucking idiot when I was struggling to get my homework and would smack me over the back of the head and I can slam my head into the wall and you know from someone who comes from that low socioeconomic background someone who's always struggled academically to 17 years old joining the army as a grunt and not really having a lot of self-belief up until joining the military Believe it or not, starting a business is no easy task. Um, and there's, there's times where I find it really fucking hard. And I love Warfighter. I love this community. I love what we're doing. I love the culture that we're creating. Um, and we, you know, it's an amazing experience. And I've grown so much and I've learned so much and I've developed as a person. But it's not easy. You know, I've got, I've got a career. I've got a family. Um, and then now as we've grown, I've got... I've got people to look after, clients to look after, warriors to look after. You know, I've got you. I've got my goals to look after. I've got your goals to look after because you guys are messaging me. You guys are, you know, for some of you guys listening, you are one of our warrior. You are a warrior athlete. You're one of our warrior athletes. You're part of Unleash the Warrior Within. So you're part of my little inner circle. And so I really care about your goals and dreams and your aspirations. And sometimes when you're giving so much to everybody else, and when you're trying to focus on a career at the same time as I'm trying to focus on building a business as well as focusing on my customers and my clients, man, it starts to get pretty overwhelming from time to time, and it, and it is difficult. Um, you know, I can be up 12, 1, 2 in the morning, still working, still trying to catch up, fulfilling orders at 1 a.m., um, and all that sort of stuff. Thank God there's the fulfillment team out in San Diego now, because um, they really pull really pull their weight and they've really eased the burden on, on the apparel side of things but I tell you what there's times where sometimes I just think fucking hell it would just be easier if I just scrapped Warfighter and just went back to being an operator and, and you know it's quite funny because there's a lot of you know documentaries and hype out there about being in special operations and how hard it is but like man I'm telling you now like starting this business and the journey that I've been on with this business for me now going and being an operator that is literally the easy option for me because I wouldn't have this uh, this performance pressure to grow and to build and to improve the values and the the value and the services that we provide here at Warfighter Athletic and, and 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 all the pressure that comes with making sure I deliver every single day. Um, but that's the beauty of it, of my past failure, because that failure that I experienced, I tasted at 19 years old, that shit still drives me forward today because I have felt that pain. I have felt how much it crushed my fucking soul. And that failure that a 19-year-old version of me faced and experienced, that still drives me forward today. So, Again, going back, you get the fork in the road, you don't know which way you want to go. You've got these goals, these dreams, these aspirations, and all these things that you want to do with your life. But then you also have this other thing, you've got your family and your kids or, or your partner and travel and all these other things that you want to do. But I'm telling you now, you must follow your heart 
and you must follow that thing that is calling you, that thing that makes you feel alive, that thing that makes you feel like you. And then when you do go after these goals, these dreams, these aspirations, yeah, there's a chance of failure. But I tell you what, you're going to learn a hell of a lot more from, from trying and failing than you do from not ever having started in the fucking first place, man. All right, team. That is a bit of a long one there. We're coming up to 36 minutes. I'm going to leave it there. Hey, thanks for listening in today. I just want to ask, hey, guys, if you are getting value from the podcast, if you're enjoying the podcast, if you're liking what we're talking about, then I ask that you share the Kill Zone with a friend, with a fellow warrior, um, and help us get it out there because I really enjoy doing the podcasts um, and, and I really like um, the feedback that we're getting, which is really cool because for those of you who don't know, there's no script, there's no planning, there's no nothing. I literally get a thought, a, a, a talking point, and I just start talking from the heart. So it's raw, it's fucking real. And if you heard yesterday's podcast session, then you understand uh, sometimes I, I may just start talking and talk on uh, something that's a little... Uh, a wound that's still pretty fucking fresh, okay, and you can probably hear that it got to me a little bit, but hey, man, I'm all about fucking keeping it real out here, because there's a lot of pretenders, um, there's a lot of people talking shit, and there's a lot of people um, pretending that they care, or, yeah, that's the main thing, is they, they pretend that they care, they pretend that they want to change your life, but really, they're just out here to glorify themselves, me, man, I fucking peel off all the clothes, I stand in front of you guys fucking naked for every and give you everything to see and that's just because man I've been I've been low I fucking I've been in that situation where I think when the fuck does life get better for me and it's gotten better okay I've failed I've been through some lows I've been through some highs I've learned some amazing stuff I've developed as a person I've got to work with I've gone from this extremely hard start to life even though there are people out there who've had a hard life than me, so perspective's everything. But you know, I've had this hard life and then I've got to work with high performance teams all over the world um, as, as an operator and got to work with some prestigious units and and live some fucking amazing, amazing experiences up to not knowing how to start a business to now having a business that is going to be able to pay my bills and I'm going to be able to do it full time. So that's, you know, it's pretty fucking exciting and I'm excited but I get to share all these lessons learned with you guys uh, in this community. So if you're getting value, if you are enjoying the podcast, all I ask is that you please share it with a friend so we may get the podcast out to more ears so we can impact more lives, change more lives, because you never know what someone's going through. The shit we're talking uh, about here on the podcast, um, it's fucking real and it's raw, and so you never know which of your friends, families family members colleagues need to hear what we're talking about today or yesterday or a podcast i did a month ago so have an epic day get after it make those hard decisions have those courageous conversations and pursue your fucking goals and dreams this is jay out